difficult, 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 I'm good. I'm here. Still here. <laughs> still here. Uh, managing. My name's Katie. My name is Marie, and I'm still here too. And together, we make difficult women podcasts. That's this thing. That's it. This thing in your ears. Yep, that's what you're listening to. If you didn't know, mm-hmm. Katie's in Brooklyn. I'm in Nashville because the world is fucked up. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> everything so- is fucked. Everything is fine. Oh, God. Speaking of fucked, I have a chicken update. Oh, God. What happened? The chickens are dead, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Your friend's real good at taking care of chickens. It sounds like y'all are are doing a spectacular. Not my chickens. Just want to put that out there. (laughs) Not my chickens. Uh, No, we had a travesty on the farm. (laughs) This isn't a farm. It's the fucking suburbs, but I'm getting out. Don't worry. (laughs) It's a backyard. You put a New Yorker in the suburbs, this is what happens. The chickens get eaten. No, I was going to say, <laughs> this is a good reason why people shouldn't get chickens in their backyard. Yeah. <laughs> just I, yeah. The they, they can't, you can't. Anyway, I could go on and on about the chickens. But basically what happened was, I guess they were some, maybe escaped from the chicken coop. Maybe the chicken coop was left open by my roommate. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope she's not listening. We had a big fight about it. Uh, but... Basically, uh, two of the chickens were eaten by a predator. And when you put it like that, it sounds really cool. Like some predator came out of the woods and ate them. Because uh, <laughs> I like shark movies. But uh, this this was real life. And the feathers are all over the neighbor's yard. Oh, good. Someone's like dog or something, you think? or A coyote, a fox, a, fox? a, a chicken you have coyotes in Nashville? Oh, yeah. Oh. Lots of coyotes. Um, Yeah. I texted Katie like crying basically <laughs> so upset about it yeah but i mean i had fried chicken last night so i can't be that <laughs> well you know it's one of those things i i think that we all romanticize this idea of having chickens in our backyard not all of us but many of us yes. i know we've had mm-hmm. conversations like oh i'd love to have chickens i'd love to have chickens but then the reality of chickens is you have to take care of them mm-hmm. you can't just you can't just uh, exploit them for their eggs i know we come from america and we're used to exploiting <laughs> lesser versions you know lesser lesser creatures or people we think of as lesser but right. listen guys you can't just exploit your chickens and just expect them to take care of themselves huh <laughs> You got to give your chickens some uh, relief funds during the coronavirus. Yeah, dear God, please. You have to take care of us chickens. <laughs> anyway, how is wow. everybody doing? <laughs> I rela- I'm relating to the chickens. I'm relating to the chickens. So anyway, there won't be any more chicken updates because they're gone. So yeah, well, I'm, right. I was done talking about them anyway. I didn't mean for them to get eaten. So I'd be done with them. But here we are. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm what sorry. else is going well, on? I don't know. <laughs> I was. It's funny because I've been thinking about. So we're getting more and more locked down. You know, they shut down indoor dining in New York. Not that I was participating in that anyway. But um, and I, I think we're all kind of feeling it. It's like coming. The the big lockdown in New York is coming. So um, I've been ruminating, especially in light of our last episode about uh, seasonal depression. 
I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to just be so alone here. <laughs> just like there's nobody. I was reading articles about bubbles, making bubbles mm. with people. I, I don't trust anybody to make a bubble over here. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to want to make a bu- real bubble with me. Because you know what a real bubble is, is nobody sees anybody else. That's mm-hmm. a bubble. Mm-hmm. As, everything else is not a bubble. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, three people that only see each other. That's a bubble. Right. Yeah. I don't know anybody that would only want to see me. <laughs> so. oh. <laughs> You will. You'll find that one person someday. Not, not right now. Not during pan- pandemic. I was trying so. to date, online date, and I sent him our new Christmas song. Uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. heard from him since. <laughs> he can go fuck himself. I don't give a Everybody fuck. Everybody go fuck himself. Go fuck yourself, oh, you God. cunts. Ooh, yeah. that's my favorite word. It cunt. is not my favorite word. You don't like the word cunt? Uh, I don't love it. I've never like loved it. I, uh, well, and, and spoiler alert, that's what this topic today is about. Yes. Oh, and if you have any children in the room <laughs> listening to this podcast, I don't, if you should probably never have children listening to this podcast. I don't know why you would do that. Well, they came for the chicken updates. <laughs> oh, no, you traumatize your children with the chicken updates. Okay, good. Good idea. Uh, no, uh, yes. So, yes, yes so we yes, will send be. Send your children out of the room. Send yeah. the chickens and the children out. That's right, because we're going to be using some profanity. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> like something new. Is that new? <laughs> anyway. But today we're talking about the word cunt. Cunt. Cunt, cunt, cunt. Love it. We heard the word cunt a lot when we were in Edinburgh. We they sure did. They don't mind that word. In the UK, that's not a problem. No, it's a term of endearment over there, which kind of blew my mind, you know, because it's such a bad word here. Such a bad word. I mean, I don't know if it's a term of endearment. (laughs) That's what Ricky Gervais said on a podcast, and I'm going with it. Okay. I definitely (laughs) didn't get the sense, personally, when I heard people use it. It wasn't like, oh, little cunt, little cunty, my my love. Oh, it was more like you, you stupid cunt. That was how I was hearing it. Oh no, I I I heard that uh, when a woman gives birth to a baby, the doctor goes, "Look at this beautiful cunt." Nope, is that a Ricky Gervais <laughs> joke? <laughs> no, that's a Marie Anderson joke. Oh, oh terrible. Um, no, yeah, let's get into it. This this is it's a hot topic still. I mean, it is a word that people do not like. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think it really speaks to this issue of like how language is important. And, what you know, what does it mean when you use this word versus that word? What is your intention when you're using a word? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the context? What's the, you know, again, using cunt in the UK doesn't seem like such a big deal. <laughs> but coming over here, you know, what that also reminds me of, though, is how um, I'll never get over how in the UK pants means <laughs> underwear. So like when you're like, I got to put on my pants, boys are always like, what? What? Huh? In the UK. They're like, what do you mean? You're not wearing any pants? I'm like, well, I mean, I'm going to put some pants on. And they're like, oh, what? Is that weird? Pants to me is just pants. It's well, just like I think it's strange that they call a jumper a sweater. Yeah. Wasn't I there mean, a confusion? Didn't we have a confusion when you said something about wear your jumper to a show or something? Oh, yeah. And we wore maybe. the different costumes. <laughs> But that's not because one of us speaks UK English and one of us. Yeah, no, there's just confusion. <laughs> we just wore the wrong thing. No, it's just <laughs> our stupidity because we're dumb cunts. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, Marie found this article called A Brief History of the Cunt. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on Medium. It is on Medium by Mina Moriarty. And it's a fascinating little read uh, <laughs> about breaking down this word and where that word came from and all that. 
And the answer is that they don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, some so, some uh, speculation over this word and where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And beginning in India. Is that correct? Well, it's this is where it's hard to, you know, is it that it began in India or is it that there is this uh, goddess? Right. The I, Hindu goddess Kunti. Kunti? So they think, could it be coming from there, potentially? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. my question about that is like, I mean, I guess it's possible. Well, here's here's my theory on that, is that maybe there was this beautiful goddess of sexuality and and female freedom and independence and all that sort of stuff. And um, because it did say a little bit in the article that there were in Southeast Asia, there were shrines to this goddess everywhere and they eradicated her. So she's just... Excuse me. It's like another example of any sort of stories of women being sexually free. Men are erasing them from the history books. I also want to. But, you know, it's not just men in that in that case. And I think in like all lost all of these fucking cases, um, it's Christianity. Right. But who wrote the Bible? Men and and rabbis wrote the Jewish, you know. For sure, for sure. But it, but uh, just I think that that's also an important point that like right. there was a time before Christianity where women's bodies were celebrated and women's power was celebrated. And it was Christianity is one of those moments. And I'm sure there's other ones, too, but Christianity is a big one uh, where th- it was all about shaming women for their bodies. Mm hmm. And that's why those temples were then destroyed was because the Christians came through and said, this is blasphemous. We've mm-hmm. got to get rid of this woman and her body. <laughs> well, so diving into the history, more of this word cunt. <laughs> One of the oldest like uh, records of the word, like written word was it was actually um, came cunt came from quant, which is spelled Q-U-I-E-N-T. From uh, it's an old English word, and it meant a clever or curious device or ornament, an elegant, pleasing thing. Oh, and that was nice. like in like the 13th century or so. So I think that's just a lovely, but a lovely. That's a nice. That's a good way to. So potentially the word "cunt" came from that. Uh-huh. I remember um, very. Uh, what was the what was the date on that? I mean, I think it was 13th century or so. Okay. And uh, they also mentioned in this article about the uh, Canterbury Tales, which was when? Mm -hmm. Like the 14th century. Okay. Mm -hmm. So around the same time, I remember learning the Canterbury Tales when I was in high school. And we had this teacher who was awesome. Uh, He was this gay man who looked like he stepped right out of a Jack Kerouac novel. He just so so 50s. Sorry, that's my book. That's okay. Um, And he, uh, I remember he was always the one that would be pointing that shit out in these, in these classes. He'd be like, that word. So like they say um, in the Canterbury Tales, it was the the Miller's Tale in the Canterbury Tales. That was one of the Canterbury Tales in the, if you all remember that story, it's like this whole, there's these people that are going on like a pilgrimage and uh, each of them then tells a story, I guess, to sort of keep each other company. That's sort of the <laughs> premise of the book. It's like TV. And so in the, yeah, yeah, that, that was like old old 14th century TV. Um, and the Miller's Tale, I guess, uh, this Nicholas attempts to seduce the Miller's wife and he says, um, 
and of course, it's old English. And I don't remember how to speak old English, but it was like priv, uh, privily caught her by the quind, quintin, quint, quint. It's Q U E Y N T E. And I remember specifically our teacher oh. being like, "What does that word sound like?" And we were like, <gasps> "All in height." Nobody knew. We were like, "I don't know." And they were like, "What is? What, just think. What do you think he would have grabbed her by?" And we we're like, "Oh, quarantine? What? Quills? Queens?" And they're like, "No." And he's like, "It's a cunt. It's a cunt." It was like, we're talking about cunts. I was like, oh my God. He was really funny. Wow. Yeah. He was also the one that uh, went, we spent a lot of time in a, in the book Great Gatsby. There's like a scene where the narrator's in an elevator with like an elevator guy who's like not in the rest of the book. He's just in the elevator. And there's a scene where the elevator man like pulls a lever. Mm. And we spent a lot of time with him explaining to us that that was the narrator giving a hand job to the elevator guy, which is like a real thing people think. But I, at the time, I was like, "What? Why is he reading into this so much?" But I didn't understand how literature worked. It's fine. Wow, we did not yeah. go into that sort of stuff in my public school. He was school. great. <laughs> he was actually a great, really funny, really cool, really smart teacher. Wow, that's cool. Anyway, but I digress. So yes, I had heard about the cunt thing when I was fourteen <laughs> in Canterbury Tales. <laughs> Well, in speaking of like keeping with the 13th century, there was a record of uh, a London street called Grope Cunt Lane. And it first appeared in the Oxford English Dictionary referring to this street basically in like the red light district. But Grope Cunt Lane. So it could have come from there. <laughs> could have come from there. And then also, which I think is so sad that it's not still here today. But people's names, actually, back during that time, uh, thir- 12th, 13th century, their names on record have been Widekunth, Bell Widekunth, Robert Clevecunt, <laughs> and um, Ganoka Kuntles. <laughs> Kuntles. Why don't they ban the name Dick? I don't know. Well, See, we'll get into is, that. We'll get yeah, into so that. Yeah, so that's the thing. This is the thing about it, right? Yes. I'm interested about, because they were saying like another, looking into this word and languages and blah, and the origin of Latin and all that yes. stuff, mm-hmm. is um, they're saying that another reason that word might be about is because um, the Latin word for vulva, I guess, is cunus. Mm-hmm. And that word, though, it, they're saying that's the word for vagina, right? But it's mm-hmm. it, the it, the word cunnus means sword sheath, which is frustrating because again, it just sort of then goes to show that like the a a woman a sword is a dick, right? So <laughs> let's all get on the same page there. Sword is a dick, dick's a sword. So then a vagina would be the sheath of the sword. On the one hand. Okay, like they're things that go together, whatever. <laughs> On the other hand, though, what's the more important, powerful thing there? You know what I mean? It's the the sword part. So like the vagina is sort of just like a thing that serves the sword, serves mm-hmm. the dick. And that's sort of a frustrating thing. What was confusing about this, though, is that they were saying, well, that's the word for vagina. I'm like, but what if cunnus, come on, like if cunnus is the word for vagina, why wouldn't cunt have come out of cunnus? I mean, it's like seems so obvious. This is where I'm not very good with like linguistics because like, there's probably a reason why. But anyway, the point is, because that's the argument they were trying to make, was that the word vagina, which is more commonly used, 
mm. rooted in the word kanis means mm. sword sheath and is less strong strong of a word for women than the word cunt but what i mean but i don't understand why they're not making the connection that cunt is. i wonder anyway when the first record of the word vagina came from with the v yeah and also how is the word vagina coming from the root cunnus cunnus this is where right. i didn't take i didn't take latin in school well, I did, and so I tell me, Marie, still, please well, tell me why. Okay. I will speak to you Honest. in Latin. <laughs> Puella es en villa. That means the girl is in the farmhouse. That's the only thing I learned from Latin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I also did learn that custard, as we all love, love custard, uh, is actually a combination of the word cunt and bastard. I don't know what that. Why? Why? Well, I don't know why. I don't like, know. You know, it makes me kind of angry. Like the wrong people to do this episode because I yeah, it just annoys me. I'm like, I don't because because the because the thing is this, when you think about the Cunnis thing, right? Like with the sword sheath, that shit matters, right? It really right. does matter that mm-hmm. like the way then people imagine a vagina is a, something that serves a a penis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because a, a, a sheath of a, a sword sheath doesn't exist in its own right. It is the thing that takes care of the sword. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, language matters, and yet we don't know where anything comes from. Right. No, I know. We were like, let's do the origin story of the C word. But really, I have no idea. There's so many well, different, like... they don't know. Like, they they don't, know. don't seem right. to really know. There's but, a so, lot of but um, like, speculation. You're right. But I. But what to piggyback on what you're saying, it's like, okay, so the parallel words, usually there's like a masculine and a feminine word, right? So, like, there's prick, and then there's cunt. But prick, it can be a silly word. You silly prick. You, you funny, right. you know. It's not as... Cunt is a... I mean, at least in America... It's a really bad word. I would say it's maybe the worst nasty word out there. You know, Hillary Clinton has called a cunt. Like it's it's to really um it's a me it's, it's a, a mean wep- word. It's a weapon. It's a yes, weaponized. Yeah, yeah. They well, use it to I weaponize. And I think that, I mean certainly like the n word is also another word that's totally. like extremely offensive. I would say that's, that's probably another, a little. Com- yeah, yeah, that's why we call it the n word and we don't say right. it right? right. So like that's that's right. a good indicator. But so there's that too. But certainly like cunt is one of the top. In right. the United States, like the cunt is not a word. I'd be curious, like on TV shows, like you can say fuck, you can say, you know, on, on like HBO. I guess you can say cunt, but it just depends on the show, right? And depends on the, you know. But anyway, e- sorry. But, but even yes, so other parallel words. But yeah. so, but, uh, I, so I did watch. I can't even. I don't even know how to linguist. say it. a linguist. Yes, a linguist. I watched one of her videos on the the c word, and she made a very good point of like parallel words, feminine versus masculine, and like the words sir and madam. Sir is, you know, we use it all the time. We put it on, you know, and and we use madam as well. But madam also has the connotation of like a female owner of a brothel or sex workers or like, you know, and then there's also master and mistress. And those are parallel words. But yet mistress is used to like weaponize women and to say they're sex, you know, dangerously. They're dangerous if they're sexual or whatever. Right. Right. I mean, I think that that's this is like one of the big problems we're having just even now in society in terms of how not just how men see women, but how women see women and how our sexuality is become, you know, it's like that it, it, it ties in then to like kids getting sent home from school because their skirt is like, mm-hmm. you know, half an inch shorter than it's supposed to be. But a boy doesn't get sent home if he's sexually harassing his, you know, a fellow student. Right. It's this like women. It just plays into this whole thing of like how women um are considered evil for having 
a vagina, which they can't control anyway. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's something we've decided. And the vagina is not evil, obviously. Mm. Um, well, this yeah. well, this woman also said that it's really hard to insult a man <clears throat> without insulting a woman. So, like, right, right, which right. I think is fascinating. So, like, bastard. Or like son of a bitch. Our our the president of the United States loves to say he's a son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. But whenever you say bastard or son of a bitch, it is meaning like the mother was um uncontrollable. She was sexual, right. uncontrollable, um, right. a dangerous, wily woman. And right. it I mean, I know it's language, but these words it have matters. meaning and it matters. Right. And it's it's also like the throws like a girl thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. how, do you, how do you insult a sports player? Mm-hmm. You say he throws like a girl or whatever. Or, or you know, I, I, I think that that's why cunt is not a word that I like be- for mm-hmm. this exact reason is because I don't there. It doesn't feel. How do we take it back? You know what I mean? How do you I, I think one thing about whore that mm-hmm. I don't because people always accuse us, not always but sometimes people accuse us of like why are you using that word and da 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 and I think there's something about whore that I like to take back in the sense that you're saying that having sex freely is something to be ashamed of and we're saying no not really no thanks mm-hmm. the thing about cunt is that they're basically cunt basically means vagina and it's just a it's just a really like mean harsh way to say vagina mm. and that isn't even an action Mm. that's just what we have and are mm-hmm. so to to then say it's almost like to me saying cunt is a bad word is almost the same to me as saying woman is a bad word mm. because like cunt isn't an action mm-hmm. <laughs> cunt is a thing that i have and it's not okay mm. you know whereas something about like whoring right this concept of whoring which uh, in a, when it's usually used for towards non-sexual uh, workers, with the idea behind it means that a woman is having sex freely. Mm-hmm. That's an action. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a choice, mm-hmm. and I think it's a choice that is absolutely appropriate. Mm. So I don't have a problem with that. You know, what I mean, I'm like, yeah, sure, call me a whore because, like, if you have a problem with that, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're trying to attack me with the word cunt, mm. it just seems weird. It's like. You're attacking me for being what I am and who I am fully. Mm. Well, I was born. You that. woman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And and so in so woman is an insult. Like I mm. just I I really struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And it also like you know again and even like when you say someone's a dick, it just doesn't have the same impact. Right. Right. Well, I think that my love for the word cunt is just coming from like a very very elementary way of of you know how you know it's a bad word and you're not supposed to say it so I like to say it <laughs> but right. that's I mean sure. I mean but that's like a silly you know and I mean as a word with sounds it has like a very you know it's sort of like fuck like it has a hard sort of it's easy to say it sort of has an impact you know what I mean right with the way the word a monosyllable like, yeah. I understand it yeah I understand that it's just a word that like and maybe it's there's two ways to look at this one is that like we're so um we've been so uh what is the word like the pure you know puritanized over mm-hmm. here on in America that a word like that could just be so offensive oh a woman's body part is so offensive mm-hmm. like so that's one mm-hmm. way of looking at it mm-hmm. but i think for me i just the way that i've because i'm american probably too 
it's to me it just feels so like it is weaponizing the the female body right right when people use it mm-hmm. so it's like I, you know but this is where i think like context and um yes intention social and like yeah. also society's acceptance of something matters because like if the sting of the word is taken out Mm. like it it is it seems to be at least in the uk where people are like what's the big deal it's not that bad of a word then it doesn't then it's not right. weaponized the same way you right. know what i mean but here in the united states it definitely is a t- it's a one that people really don't like right oh gosh so our edinburgh our french festival show was called grand old country we spelled it cunt tree as you probably guess and it was so cute over there and then when we came back and people saw the posters and stuff they were like oh my goodness my mother especially <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> um well so going back to history just a little bit um because I, I do think it's fascinating how this word did show up throughout history so of course we have like the 13th century like the the name of the street showed up in the um Oxford English Dictionary but then in the 1400s, it was used as a medical term. It showed up in one of like a surgery manual in the 1400s. And all it said was in women, the neck of the bladder is short and is made fast to the cunt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the other thing. It's like, it's just if it's just used. Yeah. I mean, if the word is used in a way that's just like technical. Right. It's a scientific. It doesn't have, it doesn't have the negative connotation attached to it. Then right. it's not a problem right. anymore. So it's a medical term then. Great. <laughs> I love, wouldn't you just love your gynecologist to be like, your cunt's looking great. <laughs> well, this one, the <laughs> linguist said, or maybe this other video I watched, but um, some people have referred to gynecologists as cunt smiths. <laughs> I kind of like that. I do <laughs> not going to lie. But they're like, in America, don't ever go to your gynecologist and call her or him or her a cunt smith, <laughs> which I yeah. think is funny. I mean, that's the thing. If the word just is in reference to vagina, that's mm-hmm. a different conversation. Right. But then if you simultaneously use that word to mean something really mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. where it's a problem. Same with pussy, right? Mm-hmm. If, if the word pussy is just being used like, oh, my pussy, I have a pussy, pussy, pussy. Okay, fine. <laughs> but pussy also means weak man. Right. Right. So what the fuck is that about? Like, right. that's where I get mad about. That's right. where I don't like that word. I don't like the word pussy if you're using it to say, like, don't be such a pussy, you know. And I, I use it sometimes. I mean, it's, it kind of gets into your, you know, your lexicon. But, like, I um, I don't like it. I mean, like, when you really think about it, it's really fun. Wait. It's di- but if you say, oh, my pussy, fine, you can say that. Didn't you text me recently kind of drunkenly of just like, I'm not using the word pussy anymore. I'm going to call any weak man a testicle. Or probably, any weakness yes. or probably, something. I probably <laughs> it was like did, late yeah. at the late at night yeah. and you were so like, fuck angry. That. Fuck that. I'm just gonna start but calling. I mean, it's true. I, I, mean, I think I really am gonna do that. I think I forgot that I texted that, but it was a great idea that I had <laughs> when I was drunk in the middle of the night. And uh yeah, I just like the next time I wanna call somebody weak, I'm gonna be like, Don't be such a little like scrotum. Scrotum. Yeah. That was the word. Yeah, I love scrotum. it. And those things are actually very scientifically weak. So w- might as well. Very weak and yeah. very dainty and like dainty. delicate. <laughs> yeah. So like if you have to be too delicate, like, oh, such a little scrotum. Right. A, a pussy is, is the like miracle of life. This, gives the also, fucking. The sh- things go shooting out of it. Right. I mean, like right. human beings, sometimes multiple. One woman had eight at one time. I don't know if they came out of her pussy or not. Maybe she <laughs> section that's a lot of babies that's a lot of some babies. Be, but some you know but that's not weak like 14 no it's like the opposite of right weak. jesus yeah hmm. someone says you're a pussy i'll be like oh thank you thank I you am a strong woman thank you 
But well, like, what is that about? You know I know. I mean? That's just a way to be derogatory toward women. <laughs> All right. I have a fun, another fun little fact for you. And I, I know you especially wanted to tell you about this one because okay. I know how much you love Scottish folk songs. And especially oh, yes, this I one. Love a good Scottish <laughs> <laughs> just, just turn on my my Spotify. That was my top one hundred or whatever. My top. I know. Of I know you love. Scottish this is your favorite song. Folk music. But so in 1796, the word "cunt" showed up in the lyrics of "Yon Yon Yon Lassie." You know, oh, your yes, favorite classic. Yep. But it didn't. It wasn't spelled out. It was actually C slash T, and that was in the lyrics. Okay, but then 1811. Francis Gross had he wrote a dictionary of the vulgar for the vulgar tongue or something. Have you? I didn't even know this thing was uh, existed. Dictionary of the vulgar tongue. Oh, what year was this? Eighteen eleven. Okay, and he said that the word "cunt" uh, was a nasty word for a nasty thing. Fuck him. Fuck, <laughs> fuck him. you, Francis Gross. Come fuck you. Fucking asshole. It's not a nasty thing. Yeah. But I mean, I, I remember, you know, Eve Ensler's show, um, The Vagina Monologues. I believe that there's a monologue about the C word. I think that that show came out when I was in college or something. But it kind of really... I never... I don't actually think I saw it in person, but I know that I watched the the video of it and then I read the play... But um, she was just really trying to like reclaim the words, you know, and not making yeah. make any vagina or cunt or, you know, anything that has to do with the female anatomy, um, empowering us to like, you know. That I can get behind. I think that that's sort of like, I think, again, we sort of already said this, but that like if you if you want to call your vagina a cunt. There's mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that because that's just another label that you want to give to it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's when you call a person a cunt. That right. becomes a problem. Right. Because what you're saying is you're equating that person to what what Sherman or whatever his name said was like a nasty, nasty thing. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Sherman? Francis Gross. Yeah, Fran. I don't know why <laughs> Sherman came out. We'll Sherman call him is. Sherman. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> 1820s. Sherman. Um, but, you know, that's but to me, that's the problem. So, like, I think that that's great if we want to just be like, yeah, my cunt. You know, mm-hmm. but if you're like, you are a cunt, I'll be like, you're a scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you, you know, that's where I'm at. Like, that's where I think that we have to just, that's how, to me, that's how you really reclaim the word mm-hmm. is you then re, re, rebrand re, it. <laughs> re, well, yeah, yeah, you rebrand that word, but then you also, the meaning of like pussy, for example, that's just such a good one. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just not say pussy anymore. Let's say scrotum. That's it. Mm-hmm. Then we've reclaimed mm-hmm. the word pussy. Mm-hmm. Pussy now means strong person mm-hmm. because now you're the reason. And the reason why pussy then means strong is because scrotum means weak. And those are two parallel words. So like, you know what I mean? Like, this is right. where like, right. That's how you do it. So we should be what you're saying is we should come out with our own dictionary uh, next year. <laughs> the whore. Yes. Whore's, the whore dictionary. Whore dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think of like, what would the, what would the cunt, there just like isn't a word for a penis that feels like cunt. What mm-hmm. would it be? Do I mean, it, the one that- prick is the only parallel, but that's not, it, it's not as, prick. it's not even close. Yeah, I guess prick is probably the closest. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like the word prick. I don't, I don't like the word prick because it makes me think of a small pointy penis. It reminds me of my ex-boyfriend's penis. <laughs> Just kidding. <Ew. laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was going to say it reminded me of like a dog dick. Oh, All right. Well, you know. That's a little prick. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Ew. Maybe prick is good. Maybe we just have to use it more. We just have to use it more. That's the problem. We just don't use it enough. And when you say prick, you have to kind of have a gross face on. You have to be like, prick. Prick. Ew. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. And then you have to kind of vomit in your mouth a little every time. You're such a prick. <laughs> That's a, that would maybe have more impact. If you well, I have to say, one thing I'm really noticing about myself down here in Nashville is that the type of language I use is so different from oh. other people. What so like oh, even like you know I went on a lovely walk with a, a gentleman from the online dating app, and I and uh, I just say fuck a lot. I just I've been in New York City for fifteen years, and so I just talk the way I talk. I mean, yeah, I think I have a sailor's mouth. I really do. Yeah, and I've never really thought about it <laughs> until I've been down here, and I just talk naturally. I we had like uh, a couple months ago, we had some girlfriends. Oh, actually, well, it was when Katie did the cutting exercise and we're trying to light. uh, It was Halloween. That's what it was. Uh, We're in the backyard with a couple of ladies. um, And (laughs) I don't know if I told you this. We're trying to light this fire, the campfire, and the wood is wet. And I go, that wood is as wet as my pussy. Whap. And uh, referring to the Cardi B song, well, this lovely uh, woman that was joining us that evening had never even heard of the wet ass pussy song. Um, let alone WAP. So, and she just goes, whoa, you took it to a, you, you, I, what are you, you know? And she was so taken aback and I was just referring to WAP. <laughs> but I, I mean, but here's the question. Yeah, it's like, do you so dim your light <laughs> right. to like make no, other I mean, people I don't, comfortable so or interesting. just embrace who you are and find people who, you know, I just couldn't I believe mean, I, that this girl hadn't seen, I think, it, like, I, that's my song for 2020, Wet Ass Pussy. And guys, <laughs> well, if you're I, listening to this and you don't know what I'm referring to, you have to watch this music video. You? Yeah, what's wrong up, with yeah. you? <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really interesting thing I don't think about much because I will say one thing about living in New York is that you really just are who you are. and But there's other, people, pl- I mean, but you, you can't just be like, you know, People talk like that in New York, like on the liberal coasts or whatever. You can just yeah. get away because there's the rest of the country and there's no, millions of people. No, this is where I don't know. Right. This is where I don't know. Like, because I think on the one hand, I I think if someone, if I, if I had moved to Nashville mm-hmm. and people were like, you can't talk like that down here, I think I would just be doubling down on all my fucks. <laughs> like, yeah. it would be worse because I just am not, like I said, I don't like it when people tell me what to do. But is that, what does that mean then? Like, what does that do? But don't you feel like that's like that? I mean, just giving an example of like, that's Christianity coming in and saying, nope, you can't be like this. You can't be a free sexual independent, you know, woman. You have to, you know, we're going to write you out of the Bible now or like change the narrative. And like, I feel like with Southern culture, it's kind of the same like and middle Americans be, and middle America, yeah. And honestly, this Republican culture. I mean, I, I don't mean to make it like political, but it really has become this weird divide too. And like some of that, and it, does, it doesn't just have to be Republican, but like a lot of what that middle America, the Trump supporter types are supporting, is that 
is Christianity mm-hmm. <laughs> is like a really, really intense version of Christianity. I mean, I, you know, if I if I, I don't know that I'm a good person to take advice from about this, but if I were you, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I would be no, who I'm I not. am. I'm not. And I would be able to. And then if you, and I, I guess the other thing is this. Who cares if people get uncomfortable? Right. Is that the worst thing that happens to them is they get uncomfortable? Right. Well, then maybe they need to be uncomfortable sometimes. Maybe they need to be more uncomfortable sometimes. Right. And I think one of the mistakes that we do make in this country over and over again is trying to make other people more comfortable. And as Mm. opposed to saying, like, this is the truth. And that's one of the problems that we're having with the Black Lives Matter movement Mm -hmm. is that it makes white people uncomfortable. Right. They don't want to talk about it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't care if you're uncomfortable. You should be uncomfortable. Right. Right. So, I mean, and I'm not going to change my language in order to make you feel more comfortable. And if and if anything, (laughs) I'm going to actually probably me because of the way I am. I'll be like, oh, does that make you uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. Why does it make you uncomfortable that I said I have a wet pussy? Right. (laughs) What about that makes you uncomfortable? Right. Because you don't like talking about your pussy. Mm -hmm. Why are you then judging me for being Being comfortable with my pussy? Right. What? Why is this? You know, why is this a problem for you? Mm. Maybe that's something you need to explore about yourself as opposed to trying to put make me feel bad about how I feel good Mm, about about my wet ass pussy. About my wet ass pussy. Because it gets real fucking wet, not too wet, just like perfect wet. Just a perfect <laughs> pussy wet. Yeah, perfect pussy wet. So I, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of my pussy. I'm proud it's too. I, I am it. so proud. Hmm. But, it, and I think maybe that's my answer. Is it like, is it, is it? <laughs> what, what, what was that again? <laughs> We've got to go. Continue. Continue. Double down. Just double down. <laughs> But also confront. If no, it, yeah, if it was confront. Me, confront. It's, it's it's when someone tries to sh- to make to if you, why if someone you. feels yeah. uncomfortable, shame me. I'm like, oh, why does that make you uncomfortable? Well, I bet you you're not ten- comfortable because you're not comfortable with your body, right? Well, I bet you nine times out of ten down here, if I directly said that to somebody, why does that make you feel uncomfortable? I guarantee it'd be because a woman shouldn't speak like that. And I would say like, well, I would like to challenge that notion. Yes, I know. I th- why would I, my response? Why would be, are you I, allowed to? <laughs> well, and also I would say, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go <laughs> fucking. Oh, well, if that's your response, this date is over. I'm not right. interested. Oh, yeah. Oh, then totally. we are not on the totally. same page. But you know what I mean? I think that and again, that might lower your the the chances <laughs> amount of people you can meet. But you know what? F- who the fucking cares? There's I mean, no, there's people. There's definitely people. There's so many. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's so many New Yorkers down here in Nashville. Yeah, it's that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's yeah. And everybody from L.A. Everybody is moving here. It's insane. So I'm sure I'm going to be able to find people I yeah, can hang out no, with it's fine. To, to speak Absolutely. freely. But I think it is good to know, you know, when that does happen, I like your idea of confronting it head on. Why? Why does that make you feel uncomfortable? If they yeah. have a dry ass pussy, then then I yeah. I feel so sorry for them. Yeah. Um, but even if they have a wet ass pussy too, but they're they feel ashamed <laughs> of their wet ass pussy. Yes. Yeah. Then they shouldn't feel ashamed of their wet ass pussy. I mean, this is our whole point of the reason why we started a band to begin with. Is it, it and my and my goal, if I were you, wouldn't be to make them feel shame and for feeling embarrassed. It would just be to be like, you should you should cherish your wet ass pussy. <laughs> you should you should feel proud of who you are and what you were born with and how you you know and and I don't mean what you're born I just want to mention for trans people that like of course what you're I don't mean you should be proud of what you're born with if that's not how you feel comfortable but Mm -hmm. if you're a if you're a cis woman who's living in a conservative town who gets uncomfortable with her sexuality you should think about that more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and really ask yourself who's who told you to be ashamed of it right and one more thing I do want to talk about is because I was I 
hung out with a couple girlfriends in by a fire just a couple days ago and they were kind of talking about the smell of the vagina and they kind of both of them started kind of making like gross faces let me no, just tell no. you nope nope oh I went I went I was like uh, good ah uh, I had to like I'm so angry now yeah, yeah. oh what yeah yeah say? yeah well just just that like they you know and I I think maybe some of them listen to this podcast so I'm not going to name any names but of just like you know feeling bad for the guy having to go down there to smell that look if you have a medical problem Right. And something is smelling really, really off. That's mm-hmm. definitely something to explore. Don't put a douche in there. Don't no, no. try to cover it up. Don't that will make it worse because it is a beautiful, delicate flora fauna balance down there. <laughs> I don't know what they call it. Some bacterial balance. You know what I mean? So Totally. Also, have you smelled a man's balls before? Right. I know. <laughs> exactly. I mean there have been I've I've been with some men who have been very good at keeping clean and that is a joy. They are a joy to be with. I've also unfortunately found myself with some gentlemen who don't know how to wash their balls and nothing smells worse than that. Nothing Nothing. smells worse than stinky, cheesy balls. Get out of my face with that. And then you're going to tell me you don't want to eat a pussy. Get out of my face with that. I'm sorry. Right. Well, I, just, I, I mean, yeah. my, my pussy smells great, but I don't mine know does too. But here, but <laughs> yeah. I, but ser- yes, there are like some bacterial imbalances that that a doctor can professionally help with. That's one thing. And also, and and you said don't put anything in there, not right. To. But we have been, and men have made us feel. I mean, I remember the tuna fish shit in high school. Oh yeah, I remember oh, yeah. they are always referring to the smell of the vagina as a tu- as tuna. Go fuck yourself. That is not true. That is absolutely not true. Go smell your own balls. Right. <laughs> Just smell your own balls. That's right. all I that's I know all you've tried to say. suck your own dick before. While you're down there, take a big whiff and see yeah. how terrible that smells. So get that yeah. get the tuna fucking shit out of here. We have got to and us women the I I really you know and I wish I had spoken up even and I was wish I was louder but I was just again trying to be make everybody fucking comfortable or no, whatever. I understand. But yeah. like it is it, your vagina does not ever smell like tuna fish that is not if it does go to the doctor go to the doctor that's the thing go to the doctor (laughs) i know i mean i wear leggings these days like you know you gotta take a shower you gotta clean don't you dare douche that is not a thing yeah. But all no, I'm saying is hygiene like, is that, important. Yes. Right. Get if you go narrative. running or something, you you know, sure, what I mean? if you're, you're working sweating. out, you smell I think bad. It's pretty hot, then you though, take a shower. You know? Everybody smells. Mm, yeah. But yeah, I love to get all sweaty. And, people, then, mm. and some people love that. So yes, that's not yes. a thing. But yeah, if you need to take a shower, take a shower. Right. But but we need to be the, celebrating. Yeah. Our beautiful bodies for what they are. And they smell. And normalize. And they smell. And they but they don't smell like tuna fish. They just don't. So get that. The, stop talking about that and yell at people if they ever ever talk about that because it's wrong <laughs> no it's very makes me, frustrating yeah it makes me very angry well it's it just comes into this self-hate thing you know what i mean like if you want to have a conversation with your your friend about like hey my vagina's been smelling weird like what does your vagina smell like and then you want to talk about it like and have like i think that it's not like we shouldn't talk about it if you have thoughts about it but it's but don't don't qualify it with like vaginas are so gross. Well, let me just tell so you, gross. a lot of the times, because I actually did go through with this several years ago, dating a guy for 10 months, he, he had a dirty dick. And Cardi B talked about this recently on an Instagram story, which I fucking yeah. love. When a guy does not clean his genitalia and then has sex with you, it can change the imbalances of your bacteria and make you have problems. So you have to make sure that that dick is clean, too. 
Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, any or kind of any, anything you're yeah. putting in there, yeah, anything you're putting in there changes the balance. So when you're when you're not, I've noticed that my sense change when I am have actively having sex with somebody and when I'm not. Mm. So like if I'm mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. by the way, when I'm not, I smell amazing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but it's but, a yeah, pH when you start balance. To introduce, it's fascinating. Yeah. And even if it's like just a clean condom, I mean that right. can also change the balance of your body. So mm-hmm. like. Don't, it's not you. It's like right. your environment around right. you. And you have to. And again, like you said, dirty fingers. Get those fucking dirty fingers out of here. Get out of here. Wash your you hands. Know? Yeah. But that's the thing. Hands. It's like you're going to men are going to say that our vaginas smell like tuna fish. Well, if they do smell any different, it's because of their dirty fucking dicks or fingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so that's mad. That's true. I saw that mad. dirty dick thing that she said. And I. Uh, yeah. But she was like, you better clean your dicks. Yeah. yeah clean <laughs> your dick. Clean your dick. I love that we went from the from cunt to clean your dick. And that feels very <laughs> I mean, right. But that's right. That is correct. That is the correct trajectory for this podcast. Absolutely. Oh, God. And if, and if y'all men out there don't think you have a dirty dick, clean it. <laughs> I don't know. It probably needs to be more clean, you think. Get some antibacterial soap up in there. That's all I got to say. Oh, no. Don't do that. I don't know. That's, that's no, it's good. Get some dial. That's our lever 2000. I love that stuff. You yeah, know just me. Just like a nice, I think just a regular soap is fine. Just use like regular soap. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, and I look, I, yeah, I'm reminiscing about all the dicks I've seen. And some of them were very clean. Some of them were not. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's just now I'm now I'm having an existential crisis. I know. <laughs> so, I haven't anyway. seen a penis in so long. Anyway, oh, God. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, this was fun. Quarantine. I'm glad that we went in, went in here. Oh, we still yeah. we don't know really. Started with, uh, yeah, we don't know where the word comes from. We don't understand uh, how those things work. But we know that you should clean your dick. And that if something is weak, it's called a scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a little scrotum. Don't be a scrotum and, you know, review and rate our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Oh, and if you want to, uh, you know, enjoy uh, the throes of sex safely, uh, you can purchase them here. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. Also, uh, once you pick up that Christmas dildo, listen to our new holiday song. Yeah, please. We're going to play it out right now. Enjoy. But we also have a video for it. So if you follow us on YouTube, be sure to share it if you want. I think it's great yeah. to share it with family or friends who you feel it like needs to, you know, lean in and listen to the message that we're singing. We about. don't use the word cunt. So don't worry. You can send it to grandma. <laughs> Did you see that, tr- that troll comment that we got yesterday about it? No. Oh, well, something to look forward to. Great. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Go forth and be merry. (laughs) Wash a dick. It's that wonderful time of year again, but this year's a little bit off. Jingle bells chime.